Chapter 4 Smokescreen Finding the Light Within the Darkness The Medrash in Tehillim says, Mitaych kas ratzain. Through anger, you'll find desire. Mitaych afela oira. Through the darkness, you'll reach light. Mitaych reigez rachamim. Through fury, mercy. Mitaych tzara, revacha. Through suffering, salvation. Mitaych richok kirov. Through the distance, bonding. Mitaych nefila, kima. And through falling, you'll find rising. Hashem sometimes has to punish us for our sins, and that's the part of the job He hates the most. The Torah says, Beware, lest your hearts shall stray and leave the right way, and Hashem will become extremely angry with you, and He will stop the rainfall, and the ground will not give produce, etc. The obvious question is, since we already proved that Hashem truly loves us regardless of our spiritual level, and He responds to sin with incredible patience and compassion, how can we understand now that Hashem gets extremely angry at us when we sin? Let's carefully examine one of the most severe examples of harsh judgment ever decreed by Hashem, the destruction of our holy temple, the Beis HaMikdash. The Gemara says that the first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of idol worship, adultery, and murder. Klal Yisrael abandoned Hashem, and the unfortunate result of our attitude and actions was the destruction of our beautiful home. Now think about this. How do you envision Hashem during the destruction? Many people have the vision of an angry old school principal, a bitter and cold-hearted boss, or an enraged, jealous spouse. Chas v'shalom. Let's get a taste of what Hashem was truly feeling during that destruction of our holy temple. The Medrash in Eicharabah says, Ani I feel like a father whose only child just died while standing under the chuppah at his own wedding. The Medrash continues, Which nation can I compare you to? Which nation did I redeem with a mighty hand and punish her enemies with ten plagues? For which other nation did I split a sea, send heavenly food, special meat, and fresh water streaming from a rock? For which other nation did I dispatch heavenly clouds to surround and protect them? And which other nation did I bring to Harsinai and give my holy Tyra only to the daughter of Yerushalayim? Habas Yerushalayim, Habas Sheyira Umashalemis Li, only to the daughter of Yerushalayim, my dear child who makes me complete. There is no comparison to you. How can I possibly comfort you? This is what Hashem was saying during the destruction of our Beis HaMikdash. The Medrash continues, At that time Hashem cried and said, Woe unto my home! Where are my children? Where are my kaihanim? Where are my beloved? What can I do for you now? I warned you, but you did not repent. Hashem cried out, Oili al Woe unto my home! Banai heichan atem, My children, where are you? Kaihanai heichan atem, Where are my kaihanim? Oihavai heichan atem. Where is everyone? Now hang on a second. Did Hashem really say, Beloved? Why was Hashem still referring to us as His Beloved, even after we betrayed Him and caused the destruction of His beautiful home? Where is the disgust and the anger, the venom and the hatred? Reading these amazing words, we can perhaps... 
begin to feel the immense pain of the ultimate father crying for his beloved children. Let's bring an example to prove the point. A father's pain. A case came before Judge Markowitz. There was overwhelming evidence against the young man and it was impossible to consider any leniency whatsoever. The judge had warned him many times and had given him chance after chance to stay out of trouble, but it was obvious that this lad needed a life change that could only come from strict punishment. The judge called for a brief recess and went alone into his private chambers. No one in the courtroom knew that this young man before him was none other than the judge's own son. Alone in his chamber, he wept bitterly, knowing that he had no choice but to severely punish his own flesh and blood. Heartbroken, he walked back into the courtroom and sentenced his son. Hashem feels exactly the same way toward His precious children. Even though it is our own poor choices that bring about the need for us to be punished, Hashem still cries for us. The Medrashin Eicha continues, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Im ein ata maniach li lifkais achshav, ekonis lamakim, she'ein l'cha rishos likonis, ve'efke. While Hashem was destroying the Beis HaMikdash, He said to the heavenly angels, If you do not allow me to cry now, I will go into a place where you have no permission to enter, and I will cry. Let's delve into this topic on a deeper and more meaningful level. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Terrible twos. Mrs. Brownfeld sat her young son Chaim down for a serious discussion. She carefully and sternly explained the importance of not eating anything on the brand new white living room sofa that they finally bought after saving up for so many years. Naturally, just a few short hours after their serious talk, cute little Chaimel saw some chocolate bars and sat on the new white sofa, and somehow it got, you know, all over his hands, and, well, when Mrs. B saw what happened, she yelled, Chaim Yitzchak Moshe Yaakov Akoyen Brownfeld, come over here right now. Chaim tried to run, but his stubby little feet couldn't move fast enough, and his mommy caught up with him. Now poor little Chaimel faced judgment day. His mother decided that Chaimel would have to stay home with a babysitter while the entire family went on the upcoming Chalamite trip. Chaim would learn to listen to his parents. When Mr. Brownfeld came home that evening, he entered a very sad home. Mrs. B was very upset, and Chaimel was in his bed crying. He asked his wife, Why are you so upset? What happened? Let's take a journey into the psyche of Mrs. Brownfeld to properly understand all of the reasons that she was upset. 1. Her precious new beautiful white sofa was ruined. The sadness over the new sofa being ruined would be exactly the same had the damage come from a leaky roof or any other circumstance for which there is no one to blame. This particular part of her pain has nothing to do with who caused the damage. But then she is also upset about something else. 2. Her child did not listen to her specific instructions. It is always upsetting to parents when their child does not listen to them, but even more so when the disobedience comes at the expense of a brand new sofa. However, beneath the surface, the mother is also feeling another emotion. 3. She is upset because her beloved child is in pain. Simply put, Parents actually feel when their child is in pain for whatever reason. Whether the child is in pain because he is sick, fell off a bike, his feelings were hurt, and yes, even if his pain results from a well-deserved punishment from his parents. The bottom line is that parents always feel hurt 
when their child is in pain. Delving a little deeper, we will discover that there is yet another source of anguish lying deep inside the mother's subconscious. 4. She's upset at the one who caused her son to be in pain. Imagine if someone else had caused her son's pain. Wouldn't she be upset at that other person for hurting her precious child? In our case, it was little Chaimel himself who caused himself to be punished because he did not listen to his mother. We can hear her thinking, Why did he have to do such a foolish thing that caused him to be punished and lose the special treat of joining the family on such a fun trip? So now we see that she is actually also upset with Chaimel for causing her beloved child, Chaim himself, to cry and be hurt. But there's still something deeper. 5. She's upset that she had to punish her own child. Let's break this down. It is an upsetting experience for parents to punish their own flesh and blood, even when they deserve it. Had Chaim been punished in school, she would feel the pain of number 1 through 4, but she would not feel this aspect of pain. But in our situation, Mrs. B is upset at being the one who punished her own beloved Chayamul, even though she knows that she did the right thing and the best thing for his own growth. So far, we have five reasons that she's upset, but there's still something deeper. Number six, she's upset at Chayamul for causing her to punish her own child. Now stick with me on this. Punishing someone you care about actually hurts you more than punishing someone you don't care about. So who caused Mrs. B to make her beloved Chayamul cry? Chayim. So she is also upset at Chaimel for causing this to happen. Let's review all the reasons that Mrs. B is upset. 1. Her precious new beautiful sofa was ruined. 2. Her child did not listen to her specific instructions. 3. She is upset because her beloved child is in pain. 4. She's upset at the one who caused her son to be in pain, which is her son. 5. She's upset that she had to punish her own child. That hurts. And six, she's upset at her son, Chaimel, for causing her to have to punish her own child, Chaimel. Authentic Yiddish Guide understands that even though kids sometimes think their parents' anger and frustration towards them is a sign that they do not love them or care about them, the reality is that the complete opposite is true. For if parents no longer cared about their child, they would be far less angry about the situation. Now we can understand the concept of Hashem becoming angry on a much deeper emotional level since Hashem feels all the emotions listed in our example of Mrs. Brownfeld and much, much more. Number one, Hashem created a world of peace and tranquility. Sin, however, destroys the world as we have seen with Adam and Chava evicted from Gan Eden due to their sin. Noach's times, when the entire world was destroyed due to corrupt actions, Stoim and Amira, uprooted due to their sins, and the destruction of our holy Beis Hamikdash, torn down due to our sins. The Medrash and Kahelis Rabbah says, When Hashem created Adam, He gave him a personal tour of all the trees in Gan Eden, and then He said to him, Look how beautiful all of this is, and everything that you see here was created just for you. Please be careful not to destroy my world. You see, whenever we sin, we bring destruction to the world. And so Hashem becomes upset that His white couch, the beautiful, peaceful world that He created, is damaged. Number two, as we know, Hashem called us Banim, His children. Therefore, Hashem is upset when we disobey His specific instructions and stray from the path of Torah.
Number three, the outcome and consequence of our sins is our own pain, and that is precisely what hurts Hashem the most. The Medrash in Shemais Rabbah says, Amar Rabbi Ma HaTeumim Halolu just as with twins, if one has a headache, the other one feels pain, so too Hashem says, I am with you in your pain. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Natural Connection In TwinsRealm.com, it brings the following story. My twin brother and I just turned 18. When we were nine, my brother lived with our grandmother for a few months while we remained in the city. One night, I suddenly woke up and wouldn't stop crying. I seemed to be choking, but I wasn't. I kept trying to reach over to my brother's cot. Then my parents called my grandmother to check on my brother. My grandmother found my brother, who has asthma, choking. He was rushed to the hospital and he recovered. My father said I stopped crying only after my grandmother said the ambulance had arrived. My brother and I have a bond so strong that nothing can break it. We know what the other one is thinking, and we know when the other one is in trouble. Number four. He's upset at the one who caused his beloved child to suffer. You see, if someone hurts you, Hashem would be very angry with that person for harming his precious child. So too, if you hurt yourself through your unwise decisions, Hashem is now angry at you for causing pain and suffering to his precious child, you. Number five, he's upset that he must punish his own beloved child. The Gemara in Brachas says that Rabbi Yaisi told Eliyahu Anavi, I heard a heavenly voice moaning like a dove. Woe to my children! Because of their sins, I destroyed my house, I burned my chamber, and I dispersed them among the nations. And Elio Anavi responded, It wasn't only said at that time that you heard it. Actually, Hashem says this three times every single day. Did we deserve to be punished? Yes. Still three times a day, every single day, Hashem moans and bemoans the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and the exile of His beloved children. Six, last but certainly not least, Hashem is also upset that we put him in the position where, as master of the universe, he must mete out judgment against his very own beloved child. The Bermaim Chaim says, there is nothing more upsetting to Hashem than having to punish his beloved children. So when a person causes Hashem to punish him, he receives an additional punishment for forcing Hashem to punish him. Now we can understand why Hashem becomes angry. One, his beautiful world is being damaged. Two, his beloved child disobeyed his specific instructions. Three, his beloved child must be punished and therefore will be in pain. Four, someone, that someone is the person himself, caused his child to be in pain. Five, he had to punish his own beloved child. Six, someone, and that someone is the person himself, caused him to have to punish his own child. What comes out of all of this is the deep understanding that when Hashem punishes you, that is when His love for you is the most awakened. Allow us to bring this out on a deeper level. There are three levels of love that a father can have for his child. Level number one. First, there is the regular level of love that one has towards his child who lives with him and is always around him. Level two. Then there is a love that becomes aroused when the son is not near his father, and they don't see each other often. The further the son is, the more the father yearns to be near him once again. However, 
there is a level three. There is another level of love that is much higher than those other situations, and that is if the child becomes extremely sick and needs to undergo a painful surgery to save his life. His father would hurt so much for his beloved child. But now imagine if the father himself is the doctor, and he is the one who must cut into his own child's flesh. Even though he clearly knows that this is for his child's benefit, and this is what he must do to save his son's life, still in all, his heart will break inside knowing that he must cut into his own child and cause his child to be in terrible pain. And now you are beginning to feel the tremendous pain that Hashem has when He must impose punishment and pain upon His beloved children. But it goes even further. Rib Shimon Bayechai says, Come and see how beloved Yisrael is before Hashem for every time that they were sent into exile, which was only due to our excessive sins. Hashem went with them. Wow, what an eye-opener. In order to see how much Hashem really loves each and every one of us, don't just look at how Hashem treated us when we were good. Rather, take a look at the way He dealt with us when we were terrible. Even when Hashem had no choice but to destroy our beautiful home, the Beis HaMikdash, and to throw us into a long, bitter exile that we are still suffering today, who packed up and went with us? He did. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Unbreakable Bond As they led his son away in chains, Judge Markowitz cried out, Wait! The noisy courtroom became quiet as everyone watched the judge. He removed his robe, slowly extended his hands, and then he asked the bailiff to cuff him. Stunned, the people asked, But you didn't do anything wrong. Why should you suffer in jail? The great judge replied, What you don't know is that this young man is my own son. I love him so much and I cannot bear to be without him, so I will go where he goes. Even if it means giving up on my glory as a successful judge and being dragged through the low and disgusting life in prison for many, many years. When Hashem destroyed our beautiful temple, His home on earth, even though we were totally to blame, Hashem did not discard us and forget about us. He did not give up on us and choose another nation to be His new chosen people. Instead, he followed along with us into the dark, bitter, and painful exile. Why? Because the only place on earth that he wants to be is right next to his beloved children. The Medrash in Esther says, I, Hashem, swear that I will never abandon or forsake you, whether or not you deserve me. So if Hashem will never leave you, why would you ever want to leave him?